This podcast deals with adult subject matter, including depictions of drug addiction, prostitution, sexual assault, and rape. Parental guidance is suggested. Officer Daniel Holtzclaw with the police department for three years is accused of raping and sexually assaulting women he pulled over while on the job. He said, come on, come on, just a minute, just a minute. I said, sir, I can't do this. I said, you want to shoot. Tell me your description of him. He's black. He's okay. Black male. What did your daughter tell you? She said, I met this really hot cop. So this is good evidence? Well, you tell me. The following episode contains investigative events, which occurred on August 27, 2014. Welcome back to Bates Investigates, Season 1, In Defense of Daniel Holtzclaw. I am your host, Private Investigator Brian Bates, and this is Episode 19. In the last episode, I went into detail regarding a handful of former Oklahoma City police officer Daniel Holtzclaw's admitted false accusers. And as we now know, the prosecution has revealed at least seven females and one male that initially made sexual assault allegations only later to recant them, even admitting to lying. And why did they lie? Overwhelmingly, each one claimed that they believed that there were indeed real victims and that they simply wanted to lend credibility to those allegations by making their own. But by what measure have detectives established a way to determine exactly who is telling the truth and who is lying? It would seem the line was drawn with a simple three-part test. One, was Officer Holtzclaw actually on duty during the time of the alleged assault? Two, is at least the encounter with Officer Holtzclaw documented on patrol car AVL or GPS? And three, did Holtzclaw run the accuser through dispatch or his patrol car computer? Basically, if Holtzclaw pulled you over or stopped you for literally anything and ran you for warrants, you could accuse him of rape and you would be believed by Oklahoma City sex crimes detectives Rocky Gregory and Kim Davis. That being said, I'm not saying some of the accusers and their allegations are not compelling. Take, for instance, Janie Liggins. She's considered by most people to be the keystone accuser. She came forward on her own, she reported her allegations in a timely manner, and at least on the surface, it's difficult to come up with an obvious reason as to why she would lie. But a closer examination of the facts has revealed she did indeed fit two of the three reasons Detective Davis herself gave for why most women make false sexual assault allegations against police officers. And, in my opinion, and more importantly, where her story differed from Officer Holtzclaw's, the forensic evidence actually supported Holtzclaw's version of events every single time. The next accuser I'm going to be discussing as it fits within the investigative timeline is 38-year-old accuser Rosetta Great. And I have to be honest with you, much like with accuser Liggins, great initially caused me to pause when I first took a look at this case. This is an example of where I'm going to make good on my promise to be totally transparent and admit to and report on the good and bad when it comes to defending Officer Holtzclaw, and this won't be the only time. 
When I first received the Rosetta Great file, I confronted Holtzclaw in his defense lawyer's conference room because there are questions in this case that demand answers. Because of the complexity of these allegations from Great, I've decided to break this up into two episodes. This episode will primarily be the audio from two of Rosetta Great's jail interviews with Detectives Davis and Valerie Homan. If you happen to love bad quality audio of police interviews in echoey jailhouse rooms, well, I've got a treat for you. You're going to like this one. However, if you struggle to get through it or even choose to skip it all together, that's okay. In episode 20, I will be breaking it all down with my own commentary and clips from both of those interviews. This episode is over an hour long, but I want to make these interviews available in their entirety so that nobody can say I pick and choose what to cover. Additionally, I have posted both of these interviews as a single interview on my Bates Investigates YouTube channel, and I've also embedded the video in this episode's homepage at HoltzclawTrial.com. With all of that in mind, let's jump into the case. As Officer Daniel Holtzclaw sits in protective custody at the Oklahoma County Jail with a $5 million cash bond, detectives are still eagerly uncovering yet more women from their infamous list they want to interview. Now, I've got to back up just a bit so that I can put all of this into context. On August 15th of 2014, that's a week prior to Holtzclaw's arrest and the ensuing media coverage, Detective Davis noted that, quote, Rosetta Great was on the list, end quote and that she and fellow Detective Homan drove to the 700 block of Northeast 32nd to see if they could make contact with her. When they arrived, they spoke to a man named Johnny Great. He is identified in reports as Rosetta's father. Johnny told the detectives that his daughter didn't live there with him on a regular basis, but that she does stop in every now and then just to rest. Detective Davis then does something that I personally have a real problem with, and she and Detective Gregory do this repeatedly. I'll dissect my issues with it in this instance in the next episode. According to her report, she stated the following, quote, I told Johnny I had received information that Rosetta might have been sexually assaulted, end quote. To which Detective Davis claims that Johnny replied, quote, are you talking about that officer, end quote. Detective Davis says she solicited more information and asked Johnny exactly what he knew about that officer. Allegedly, Johnny told detectives that about a month ago, quote, Rosetta came home very upset. She told him a cop took her somewhere and forced her to perform oral sex on him, end quote. Detective Davis then gave Johnny her business card and told him to have Rosetta call her the next time that he saw her. Six days later, and no calls from Rosetta, Officer Daniel Holtzclaw is arrested, and his name, face, and the allegations against him are made very public. Six days after that, on August 27, 2014, Detective Davis checked the Aegis database and saw that Rosetta was currently in the Oklahoma County Jail. So she and Detective Homan drove to the jail to meet with Rosetta. The following is the recording of Rosetta Great being interviewed by Oklahoma City sex crimes detective Kim Davis. Because of the acoustics in the room, the audio has an echo and can be difficult to clearly hear at times. 
This first interview is about 42 minutes long, and she doesn't get into the details of her alleged assault until about six and a half minutes into the interview. Following this first interview is a second jailhouse interview that was conducted on September 2nd of 2014. But let's get started with the initial interview. Non-one in sex. Okay. 
And I know you've been arrested a whole bunch of times. Is that right? Have you ever been arrested for prostitution? Twice. Okay. No, what? Uh, did it call it prostitution? Call it Ludax? Ludax. Okay. Well, that's fine. Ludax are not offering to engage. Uh, one offering to engage in, I think, one of these. Were you a suspect in the Ludax? No, it was like a sting operation for my tail. So you've worked as a prostitute, and I, we don't care. I mean, that's—I mean, I care for you that I wouldn't want you to put your body through that, but I don't care. That's, we're not holding that against you. Does that make sense? Okay. Do you have any mental health history? Do you have anxiety, depression, take any medicine? No. Do you have any medical problems? No. Have you in the past? Have you ever been treated for STDs or anything like that? Just when I was a teenager. Teenager? Okay. Do you have any kids? One, no. She's 17. Who has her? Uh, my sister and my brother. Angelique and Clifton. Have you ever been married? How long have you been? How long have you had a drug problem? Nine years. How come you're in here now? Well, I know about you got arrested because you made a pretend phone call. I thought that was quite sharp. What? You had warrants for what? Uh, I have a warrant for um, violation of suspended. Yeah. Okay. I'm in the women's diversion program. You're in the what? Female diversion. What's that? It's a drug program. I've been a while on it for almost three months. I did it for four months in June. Okay. Is that your only warrant? That violation? Mm -hmm. And is that why you tried to distract the officer because you knew you had a warrant? Mm -hmm. All right, let's talk about what we're here to talk about. You tell me, you just start from the beginning and then I'll ask you questions when I need clarification about stuff. How about that? It's about that officer, right? Yep. Okay. I was on a relapse. Um, and weed or coke or both? I was on coke. Crack? Crack. Okay. okay. I was on 14th of Jordan. Okay. Where you were scored south to northbound. Do what? South to northbound Jordan. So you're on Jordan. Uh-huh. And he rose up on Were you walking? Yeah. Okay. You don't have a car? No. Okay. Well I do. But then my brother has because I don't have a license. Okay. And um anyways, he rode up on me. Did he and come he, from head on he or came did he come from, from behind? behind. Which, he came from behind you? Mm -hmm. Piece of crack pipe on me. I know there's no crack because if you're on 14th in Jordan, but 14th, then you not talking to you have crack. But if you're on Jordan and 14th, then you're probably trying to work, catch a baby. 
Were, okay, were you prostituting or were you going after dope or what were you doing? I was leaving the, the spot because I just smoked some crack. But I knew I needed to get back. That was one of my relapses. And I was only coming out for a few hours at that time. Okay, so you had just smoked some crack. But when you say you're coming out for a few hours to get a date, to get some more money? Yeah, but I knew I needed to walk home. This was one of the intense relapses where I'm stressed out because I know I need to walk home. Okay. So are, my thing is, are you walking home to go home or are you walking because you need a date for more money? Both. Okay. I was walking home, but in the hopes of the mix, I cut it. Okay. And he was like, what's going on? And if you get to know me, I'm totally everything to me. I said, there's no use to playing around with it. Cause I got my probation and relapsing. My dude's mad because he knows I'm supposed to be in this situation or in this area. Blah, 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 blah. And what so, I, okay, let me, let me slow you down there. Did he get, when he rolled up behind you, did he get out of the car? Yeah. And are you guys... Oh, well, well, at first he was like, what are you doing over here? Did he get out or did he roll down his window to talk to you? He rolled down the window at first. He ro okay, that's, he rolled down the window and said, what are you doing over here? Mm. Okay, what did you tell him? I told him I was getting high. You told him you were getting high? You told him that? Yeah. Well, at least you're honest. I was getting high. I mean, it is what it is. There's no point. He's like, didn't even ask you something about that. I said, everybody knows there's an open search going on in the house. Don't ask me if they're selling drugs over there. Because you know they're here. That's selling the house. That's when he got out. And, um, so I told him everything. I was like, I when when you're, you're telling him everything, are y'all just standing outside? Yeah. Outside of his car? Yeah, and my little black person I was on top of his car. Did he put it up there? Yeah. Okay, tell me everything you told him. I told him that I had relapsed, but I was still doing my program at that time. Okay. I had relapsed, relapsed, okay. And my boyfriend was upset about it. Because I didn't have a business being in the area. And, um, you know, he, that's what we argue about. You and your boyfriend? Mm -hmm. Okay. Because he doesn't want me to do drugs. Okay. And I said, I've been trying to walk over a couple of hours, but every time I walk, in case day, I'm running back over here. So you told him you've been trying to walk home, but if you catch a date, you end up <laughs> back over here? How many dates did you catch that night? That day? Yeah. I don't know. Just a couple, because I wasn't out there for a couple hours. Okay. Okay. Let's so you told him that every time I catch a date, I end up back over here, then what? And I because it was like, that's where I come, but I was like, every time I catch a date, come look over here. Home, that's when he offered a ride. Oh, to, to take you home? Yeah. And I didn't ask you this. Um, what time is it that he rolled up on you? About, like, is it daylight? Is it dark? Is it's it, daylight. It's daylight? Mm -hmm. 
he offers you a ride home. Did you tell him, okay, and where's home? Is that your daddy's house or six folks? Did you give him the address? Mm-hmm. Have, have you gotten in the car yet? Mm-hmm. How, did he search you before you got in the car or anything? Uh, yeah, he searched the purse and made me break my little crack pipe. He searched your purse? Mm-hmm. And he, he made you break the crack pipe? Did he search your body before mm-hmm. he put you in the back seat? How'd you break it? Just do it now. Yeah, but when we got to the house and I looked for my purse, he left it on top of the car. Oh, whoops. Okay, so you got in, did you get the back seat or the front seat? Okay. Okay. Did he start driving to your house? Mm Mm-hmm. Did he go straight to 633 Culbertson? Mm-hmm. Okay, then what? Then got there, he let me out, and I was like looking for a purse. And then that's when we realized that he just went up on top of it, or he might go back and get it. So did it fall out? You were looking for your purse and it wasn't up there? Did y'all, did it fall off the top of his car? Uh, yeah. I can see that we had things in our mind. Like, what? What other things were changing your mind? Not saying for him, my purses have stayed up there. It seemed like there would have been other things in your mind. Because I was like, I've never heard of that. But you know, people make mistakes. So, we did. Okay, so you go back. Did you get back in the car or did you ever get out of the car? No, I got out of the car. So, did you get back in the car? Mm-hmm. To go look for your purse? You didn't? No, you didn't really have to. You know, there's nothing in the back seat. I was just looking. And I was like, where's my purse? Okay. And then you realize he left it on the roof of the car. I said, I'm mad. So I said, it was on the top. And he was like, he was looking at the front seat. You, you got your purse. I said, no, I don't. And he looked the front seat and seen that there wasn't one. I said, you left it on top of the car. Okay. And then what happened? And then so I started walking towards for the car, but I noticed that he had shut his car because he drove into the driveway, like as if he just came home. Yeah. So he drove into the driveway. That's when you get out, or he has to let you out. Mm-hmm. She can't open the door. You're looking for your purse. He's looking for your purse. Nobody has a purse. Right. Then what? Then I. I start going towards the door and I kind of look at my peripheral vision and I notice he's following me. Okay. And so when I get to the door, he's right behind me and I was like, I never asked, I never questioned. I thought maybe he just wanted to make sure I lived there or something. Mm-hmm. And so as soon as I open the door, he comes in with me. Do you have a key? No. Or- when you're at Will's house, how did y'all approach Will's house? On the side door, the side screen? Where it's open? Front where the front lock is. No. But you then he, he was in the backyard, so when we talked to him, he was in the backyard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, when you walk on the porch, not the front one, then it's just the screen, and it wasn't locked. He never locks the door. 
So do you not have a key to that house? No, but there's not really a key. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Because the screen door stays unlocked. But usually also when I relapse, he gets angry and locks the door. So you didn't question him because you thought he was just trying to make sure that you lived there? Yeah. So the screen door was unlocked when you got there and you went inside and he followed you? Mm -hmm. Was Will home? No. Where do you think he was? I don't know. He was going to play pool. So he was either playing pool. Because he just slips on. He's always home. Okay. All the time's gone is go to the bank, to the grocery store, or pool. Like this here. Okay. So you went inside, he followed you. What happened next? So I went upstairs and went. You went upstairs? Yeah, went upstairs. Did he follow you upstairs? Mm -hmm. Any words exchanged when he went into your house? Any words exchanged while y'all were going upstairs? No. Is this normal activity for you to no. someone? I mean, well, what was going on where y'all? I knew I was on. No, I knew that I was on probation. Okay. So I don't think I'm thinking is I don't want to get in trouble. You know, I don't know what. That's why I'm not questioning the, the situation. I don't know what's going on. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. No, it's not. Hot. I just thought the whole time I'm thinking that maybe he wants to make sure that somebody lives here or that I live here or what, you know. Okay. That's what's going on in my mind. So I question. Okay. But as he went and came in, oh, yeah, yeah, my bad. While we came in, I was like, this is the living room, this is the end. I was just like explaining the house. I was just I was like, this is the living room. It's the den, and I said, upstairs, as well, me, he just got into it, and so. Well, are you thinking he's trying to see if it's, I'm thinking, my thinking is seeing if I live here, you know, it's just my place of residence, because I would never have thought in many years that it was for that situation, not Okay. So, you go upstairs, he falls. Right. Okay. And I said, this is Will's room. I said, and I went up the other room. I said, this is my room because he got mad at me. So now we live in separate rooms. Okay. And he tells me to have a seat. Huh? He told me to have a seat. Whose room were you in? Mine. Okay. And did he say it like that? Have a seat? Yes. Okay. And so it starts pulling, starts going straight there and unzipping. He said, you know, this is better than the county. Because. Okay, say that one more time. He said, this is better than the county. So he unzipped his pants and said, this is better than the county. Do what? On the way over there, I remember him asking, uh, 
So what do I normally do with my dates? When he's driving you? Yeah, he's questioning. Like, what do I do with my dates? What'd you tell him? Do I give him a head or, you know, what I do? What'd you tell him? I tell him I take it with me. I don't remember my answer to that. That just sometimes just not to be honest with you. I don't remember my answer to that. Things are coming back slowly. Okay, so he unzips his pants and says, this is better than the counting. Mm-hmm. Then what? So I started. So did he take his dick out? Yeah. Was it erect when it came out? Did he have a hard on? Yeah. So you put it in your mouth? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I started getting the head and I told him could he hold his gun to the side because kind of slapping me in the face or Yeah. Which side of his hip is a gun on? This side. Right side. Because he's looking at me and so. What did he say when you asked that? He did. He moved his gun? Or did yeah. he take it out of the holster? I don't think he take it out of the holster. Okay. Yeah. And then he told me to lay back. Okay. And this wasn't done with no kind of okay. Did you lay back? Mm-hmm. What okay. were you wearing? I don't remember. Okay. I don't remember. Okay. But you lay back, then what? Then he got on top of me. Okay. And uh, then he had started having sex with me. Okay, how did he, did he remove any of his clothing? Or was it just still out the zipper hole? It's just still out the zipper hole. How did he get to your vagina? Well, you got clothes on. Yeah. So how did he get? Uh, Maybe I had a dress on. I had to have had a dress on. I don't know. I don't want to, I mean, either I, I had to have a dress on, I don't remember taking nothing off. It's not my memory. I just like that. And if, you know, I normally don't have no panties on, so, ever. Okay, so uh, he started having sex with you? Uh, In your vagina? Yes. No condom? No condom. Okay. That was the tripping part. Seemed like, you know, if you do that, it seemed like you didn't wear a condom. Seemed like it. Do most your dudes wear condoms? That's about half and half. <clears throat> More not than they do. More dumped than do? Okay. So, okay. Um, I thought I heard Will. And then I heard the door. I said, the door. I'm just nervous. What happened then? I think he came. Um, you think I'm, he ejaculated? Yeah, I think he ejaculated because he kind of did a slow down for a second. It didn't move, you know, the girls, when they did it. But then I was like, I thought I could hear Will. 
So you have that can. So you think he ejaculated before you said, yeah. I thought I heard Will. Okay. So when you said, I thought he heard, or I hear Will, what did he do? Zipped his stuff back up. And he went downstairs and left. Did he come inside of you? Yeah, he would have to. Is, could there be any left on your sheets or your mattress or your... Have you done cheats since then? Yeah. What were you on on the bed? Were you on the comforter with the bed made? I was on the comforter. Huh? I was on the comforter and I did. And I've watched it and, and saw his will. We watched it twice since then. Okay. But he did go home not too long after he left. Huh? And so me and Will were there and got along ever since then. Okay, what did, what did you say? He, Will came home not too long after he left. Oh, okay. Did you tell Will what happened? I tell Will everything. I tell her everything. Be like, mm, he didn't appreciate that. What did Will say? He's still upset about that. Well, let me ask you this. Was this consensual for you? No. Okay, I'm just asking. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, I, mean, I can see there's nothing consensual, especially from a fan for cracking, you know, there's no money involved. It's not definitely like a I'm just being real. If that, maybe if there was money involved, I could see, you know, you question it. No, it was not consensual. No. It was just one or the other. It was what? One or the other, the way what, it said. The jail or? The county, yeah. Okay. Had he ringing you? Did I miss that part? Did he check you for warrants or anything? I don't know. Do you know when this was? This was about, I want to say about the beginning of May. The end of April, the beginning of May, somewhere around there. Maybe. But you didn't hear him run you? Or on on the computer or on the radio or... Has he ever stopped you before this? Have you ever dealt with him other than that one time? Had you ever seen him rolling around in these side? No, but he tried to stop me a little bit after that again. I was walking with somebody, and I totally acted like I didn't see him. I was walking the thing because he stopped the thing like, hey, hey, like it was just like I was like acting like he's a normal person in the car saying, <laughs> I said I'm not stopping, and we walked all the way to back. Then we seen the police car kind of circle around about four or five times. So we sat in the back house. But he never, you never, he never made contact with you at that time. Were you walking with another female? No, no. Did you say I'm not stopping loud enough for him to hear it? Oh no. Or were you just under your breath telling your I friend? I my breath. Did you tell that friend what happened? Yeah, east side. He goes right east side. On the corner of 16th and Highland. What'd you tell him? I told him what happened. How'd you put it, though? I was like, he made me sacrifice him. I said, uh-uh. You said what? He made me sacrifice him. Will east side talk to us if we want to talk to him, you think? I'm sure. You got a phone number for him? He just rolls over there at 16th? That's where he lives. At Highland? Mm-hmm. What's his house look like? 
the town and um, southwest or the, the northwest corner on sixteenth. Do you know East Side's real name? No. Hmm. Squirrel Spree. Twist his sister's head is set. She dies on orange, so Will that be parked there? It's it's parked in the door. And you told East Side? Yeah, he knows that. How old the guy is he? He's forty or fifty. Tell me daddy and sheriff tell him. Well, so you've only actually had contact, not just sexual contact, contact with this officer one time. Mm -hmm. okay. Give me a description of him. Uh, he looks Italian and white, real hefty, like a weight builder. Looks like a thoroughbred weight builder, I guess. Uh, how much he weighs, I can not tell you because he's more muscle than anything. Okay. Um, black hair, I want to think. Black huh? Black hair. Okay. Good looking, very good looking. Good looking? Good looking. How tall is he? I don't know, he's tall. Maybe 5'10, I guess. 6'5. Facial hair, clean shaven. I think clean shaven. I don't remember no facial hair, but I'm not too sure. I remember how his body was in the color. Did you see it on the news? You haven't seen anything on the news about this. No, I know that I talked to a friend named Dale, and uh, he told me that it's all over the news. Was that one of those? That's that's one too. Did you talk to him? Yeah. That's, What's his name? Lindell, uh, oh God, uh, Lindell, uh, Lindell, uh, where's he live? 885, this is number 885-7337. He's over to AA, he's been clean for six years. And he asked, he said it was on the news and asked if you were one of them? He's, yeah, because he came to school number two, he's my AA on the Kelly Club. What'd you tell him when he asked? Yeah. He's like, girl, you need to, I need to get to you. He said, that's all over the news. What kind of car did this officer drive? The black one. The black police officer. Just the, the dark, the black with the white. The old one or the new one? The new one. It was, the car is black and the paint is white. Um, some print on? Did you notice anything? Um, that we should be made aware of, of his penis, or do you remember anything? Like any bumps or anything on it? Or anything. Marks, birthmarks, bumps, was it piercings, was he circumcised? Yeah. No, it's not, that's not nothing. Special. It's just a weenie? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, did you ever see his name? Did he ever tell you his name? No. Was he wearing a name tag? God, I don't even know. You know, I'm nervous because I know I'm not supposed to be out there. You know, so that's what I'm concerned with. Right. Other than that, I probably would have been. Now, how did y'all know about, how did y'all find out about me? Just 
We're just checking all We're the women on the east side mm-hmm. that run the streets. Just take take the chance, make sure everybody's safe out there. And so we just kind of came in contact with you and found that information out. So we thought we'd better come talk to you. Mm-hmm. Panic there for a minute. So I wanted to going on in the news. Well, it was on the news. I just wanted to see if you saw it on the news. No. Okay. I want a DNA sample from you. Okay. And it's, like I said, it's for this case. So you have to give me permission to take it. So I, Rosetta Grape, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And the, Kim Davis, that's me. I'm a detective and we're at the Oklahoma County Jail. And you're going to let me take buckle swabs, which is Q tips on the inside of your mouth okay. for your DNA. Sign right there. And then I'll take it. Well, yeah, I'm offering uh, rehab to. If someone needs it, we're offering it. Do you think you need it? Yeah. I will talk to the DA tomorrow and see what we can do for you. A long time when. Huh? A long time. I don't know, sweetie. Do you want a long time? Is that what you need? Have you been to rehab before? Yeah, but it was a short time. But it was what? It was a short time. You need a long one? Just open. Where's your mama? We like your daddy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's very nice. Who's that female that lives with him? Michelle. Is that like his girlfriend or? Did you tell Michelle? Mm-hmm. She like the police. Can I poke you? Sorry, I kind of jumped. I don't know. Cause she said, "Oh no, she didn't tell me." What's that brown on her face? What's that caused by? I don't know. Maybe when she she does smoke. We were wondering. Yeah. She could have been high. Why try not to go over there? Because that doesn't help if you're trying to be better. Got any questions? What do you think should happen? With the guy? Well, that shouldn't happen because that made me, I don't know, even though, you know, it doesn't matter how good looking and all this stuff. It, it did something. I don't, and I still don't contend with it. It just, I guess it made me feel like I couldn't, you know, like, it just took something away. And then like, every time I see police, I, I definitely don't feel the same way. You know, and I know I'd be wrong. Like. Well, we're, we're very sorry for your, yeah, this happening to you. I know, maybe in the long sense, I kind of start giving up. Does that make sense? Well, you didn't have I always heard it. Will never let me live it down. So now I'm constantly hearing it at home. You bring the, that, if that, you had never been out there, that officer would have never been up here. You bring him into my home, and it's just constantly nagging there. And then. Every time I think of that, it's just like, 
it's, it was not fair. No, it's not fair. Mm-hmm. That you hit the nail on the head there. It's not fair. He oh. abused his power. And where's he at now? In jail. Is he? Mm-hmm. He's up here. Mm-hmm. Do you know any other girls that we need to talk to? Um, Shadine's mama. I don't know what her last name is. I don't even know her first name. She says she says her mama. Shardine's mama. Who's Shardine? Shardine is she's light skinned or like brown skin, tall, green eyes. And Charlena Charlena or Shardina? Shardina. And it happened to Shardina or it happened to Shardina's mama? Her mama. How do you know what happened? What? Because he said something about me. Huh? He said she she told me that he told her that I was working for him. But did he assault Shardina's mama? Yeah. If we just, we'll try to find who's Shard. How do we find Shardina? She been in the county before? I mean, yeah. Because that's kind of a different name. Yeah. We might be able to go around that way and find her. Mm-hmm. Do you know Shardina's number? I don't even know what's there. I don't know that. But Shardina's the black female with green eyes? Yeah, she's been in and out of here. Or she got out of prison in the beginning of last year to three years. And it's her mama that got assaulted? Where did she stay? I don't hear an error. Where, where were you at when you found her? 15th. And high. Was Shardina over there hanging out? Mm-hmm. Is she working? Yeah, she works. She smoked? Mm hmm. Is her mama a smoker? Mm-hmm. Do you know anybody else? Do you know a girl that stays over off of roughly about 15th and something that goes by Fats? A girl? Fats. A nickname Fats. I haven't heard of that name either. Do you okay. want this in here or will that yeah. make you uncomfortable? Let me write Valerie's number on the back, too, in case you need. You can call us collect if we're not at our desk and we know we got a collect call, then we'll know it's from you and we'll come over. If we're there, we'll answer it. Did you have this warrant when he stopped you and assaulted you? No, I was doing my program. But I was never the same going back after that. No. No, I'm constantly looking over the shoulder. Are those stay free maxi pads in your shoes? Oh, that was that lady, that uh, lady's yellow with those pads. <laughs> She's got pads in her shoes uh-huh. to make them softer, I guess? Yeah, this thing's hard. <laughs> it does hurt. Good idea. Okay, so your name is Valerie. That's Valerie, and I'm Kim. Yeah, this daddy gave me this. Uh-huh. Um, but you didn't call us. I did, twice. I left messages on both y'all's phone. Yes, I did. I left messages on both. I even text. I text one point. Yes, I did. I didn't when? Since daddy gave me the car, maybe we can have two weeks ago at the most. At the most. From what phone? Uh, Kevin's phone, a 328 number. I never would because I'd have been excited if I'd have got a message. Yes, I did. I'm positive, I'm 110% positive because I was not like, that, I believe you. I'm just. That's what they said, they didn't even call me back. Do you have the mainline number on there? 297 I don't think so. 
No, that's mine. Hmm. Alright, if you need us calls, I will talk to the DA tomorrow about getting you in some rehab. Okay? Okay. If you need something else, calls. We'll get you in counseling if you need that too. Okay. Okay. Your comforter's been washed, you're sure of it? Yeah. What about your clothes that you were wearing? My neighbor could have seen something. You might want to ask my neighbor. Could have seen him in your driveway or something. Okay. Which right. neighbor? The white lady across the street. Um, I gotta stand up. Just I'm not, I'm not rushing you. I'm just standing because my back's hurting. Uh, why? Is she nosy body or something? How long do you think he was in? He was at your house, parked in your driveway. At least thirty minutes. At least. It, it really looked abnormal. I mean, he was parked. There was no cars in the driveway. He was parked up like he just lived there. Went up close. Yeah, close. What time of day? Is day daytime? Like daytime, like two in the afternoon, or daytime, like six p.m. It was probably more towards six to two. More probably like four. It was still daylight. Did he make any small talk with you? Do you remember anything he might have? the car as far as my head jobs and stuff. I turned About dates? Yeah. Hmm. How many women so far have y'all found out? We're still in the We're process still, we still got more to talk to. of the investigation, so we don't have a... Wow. Was it one that came forward or how did it... How did it yeah, be? somebody came forward. This how it started. So we're still working it, but if you need us, you call us. And I'll, like I said, we might come back over after we talk to the DA about okay. your rehab and stuff. Almost a week after this first interview concluded, Detective Davis notes in her file that Rosetta called again from the jail. She said she had, quote, had time to sober up and had information that could be valuable, end quote. Detectives Davis and Homan once again returned to the Oklahoma County Jail and interview Rosetta Great for a second time. The following is the audio recording of that interview, and it's approximately 26 minutes long. Well, it was not the last time, and you have to understand that, that I was with someone when this happened. I mean, I'm still kind of with him. The house that it happened in. Willie. Well, <laughs> the one that... <laughs> doesn't like us. He, he does. He's just... He lived it. You know, my brother talked about that. He thought that when the one took for the violation, because I had uh, been doing my drug program. And uh, anyways, he's just... I don't know. He's a really nice person. Don't let me fool you. Okay. And so, <laughs> we'll work in my house, though. But uh, when uh, I just didn't bring that because I didn't, you know, I know how Will is. You know, uh, how the people on the block watching or whatever, and, you know, he don't want nothing to do with this man. I know that when we was messing around, the officer that, like, around my bedding, around my bed, is the boards and stuff, I remember that. I had to, there was a desk right here and then there was a chair and I had, the chair was kind of like, you know, and I remember that he pushed it and I, nobody ever sits in the chair. So I thought, 
on that one that might still have his fingerprints because don't nobody ever go in the room. Like, because we and him sleep in separate rooms. Okay. You know, after like the four, three laps, he was just like, you're on the to this other room, okay? So the other room was full of books and I believe that passed away there is full of nothing but books and stuff. And then on the rail, when he had scooted me up some, I, you know, so he could, I guess, adjust himself. Uh, I remember that afterwards, um, you know, I was putting my thing there, but you know, during the sex, I'm trying to talk. They just I'm say like, it. I know. It's okay, just take, relax, it's okay, just. Don't just relax. <laughs> I just want to get it out because it's just like, anyways, I you know I was trying to like wipe or whatever. I remember because I do this a lot, like when I'm not when there's no protection involved, like I try to wipe whatever. And I know it's because he's the only man I ever messed with in the house, and Will knows about it, and he's still upset about it, but. So along that wooden ledge around the bed, like the runner, are you talking about the, the base? Start. The yeah, and then in the chair when I know I got back up, I know that I never wiped that those areas. Okay, what area did you, what did you use to wipe your vagina off with? The uh, towel and the towel that was open out the closet. I had just grabbed it because I was nervous. I hadn't been home in maybe about three four days. And I knew that Will was going to be upset, and so I threw it in there, but I never touched, I never got back in the closet. So is there a towel in the closet? I'm sure that's, that's what came to mind. That's, that's what came to mind. What color was the towel? I think it was, I'm so used to the white ones with like a stripe through it, but it was a rag. If it's not, it's just a, the, a rag up in there. Like, 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 like a, a hand towel or a body towel? towel. Or, yeah. or, Towel, towel. No, not a big towel. Okay. And I don't remember being like the washcloth. It was like kind of like a towel. Like a hand towel? Like a, hand towel. Like a dish towel from the like kitchen? Like a dish towel from the kitchen. I remember the white one with the strip. Where did you throw it in your closet? Just in the closet. I don't know. What color was it? I'm thinking it's white with like the blue. With the So it has a stripe. Yeah. And it's in that closet in the room that you yes. sleep in. Yeah. Have you talked to Willie about this? Is he gonna let us I, in the house to go I get him? I don't know. I have. You're gonna have to talk him into letting us. Can you call him? I have. No. I called him the first because I know that. I don't know. I mean, I know that, you know what I'm saying? Tell me this. I go to court on the 16th. Um, Tell me this, because I'm a little confused that you were talking about the railing around the bed. Okay, you know the. The bed. Draw. Okay. Oh, you're a lefty too. Holy crap, there's a lot of lefties in this case. We're all lefties. Are you serious? Wow. <laughs> it's not always. Remember, it used to be always righties, so to be in a Power to the lefty. Okay. You got my bed, right? Okay. Where's the pillows? Okay. Show me where are all the pillows. You face it right we're, we're going to come in. This is the door. Okay. Okay. Where's your headboard? The headboard, I don't think there's not a headboard. Okay, well, there is. Where's the pillows? There's a headboard right here. The pillows is right here. Okay. There's, uh, there was two, there's, there was four, but I'm sure he snatched his back. I always go snatch it. His two pillows, his favorite pillows, okay. To get on his uh, nerves. And so, there's a dresser right here. 
in a chair that doesn't fit into the dress because it's right side okay. that way. Okay. And I remember that that was kind of like about right here, and he had pushed it back. Okay. See, it's it's a uh, it's like this, but it, you know it's not leather. It's a vinyl. It might be leather. I don't know, but not really leather. No leather. vinyl. Maybe. Yeah, because I don't uh, a material to describe material uh-huh. to. That's my daughter. Okay, so but he pushed that back, and so. I was performing the oil like right here. So you were at the foot of the bed? Yes. Okay. I was performing the oil. Okay. And so I think he wasn't like clean, clean, but I didn't have time, so I did that. So I'm thinking that that's still, you know what I'm saying? When did they're not. Did you ejaculate when, your mouth? No. Okay. When they're not clean, clean, and I'll start, then I'll, there'll be like uh, fuzzy or Maybe hairs and I'll do that. So I'm thinking the back of the chair, as long as the chair is still staying right there, could be. So did you like this? And yeah, you know, because it's, it's nasty. Where did you wipe it? On the chair, because I was pushed still On the chair. I'm still talking. I'm telling you, this is a good thing. Okay. Okay, I'll check because it was, it was not the most nicest experience. Okay. And uh, it didn't happen at home, home so, you know, I. It was like, I think that's, that's probably much when I started going down here because he was always saying, every day we wake up and he'd say something about that. And that was pretty much, but that's when I went out the door. Because like my relapses would last maybe a couple hours and then maybe even though it was a couple of days a day that time, it's just like, anyway. Uh, okay, so then that wasn't enough. He wanted to do it. So I don't remember what I had on. I really don't honestly don't remember what I had on, so I don't know if it could be, you know what I'm saying. I mean, I watched, don't make it seem like I'm a dirty person, but yeah. for some reason, that day, the stuff, I was just kind of thrown at places. Does that make sense? Because I was, I knew I did wrong by bringing, the, by bringing him in there, you know, or having the man in there, or him coming in on his own, whichever way you want to label it. Because he's like, if I had never relapsed, it would have never happened. Okay, you gotta quit blaming yourself that this happened because he's the one totally in the wrong. I'm not saying I'm I'm sad that you relapsed and no, you shouldn't have. That has nothing to do with him taking advantage of you. He wears a uniform and a badge and a gun, and he's supposed to protect you, not hurt you, no matter what state of affairs you're in. Yeah, so you need to quit blaming yourself. He just kind of like if I wouldn't ever be less. Well, well, maybe you know what? Maybe we can talk to Willie and sit down because we didn't tell him anything when we met him. That's why he probably wasn't too forthcoming with us because he didn't probably know why we were there. If yeah, if you just talk to him because he's the sweetest person in the world, you know what I'm saying? He's been right. there for my daughter and everything, and I hate we'll him. talk to him. We'll talk to him. So tell us about the next act. Okay. Then I laid back, and he didn't. Of course, there's no protection. Okay, so, but I was he had pulled me up and get your cooch to the edge of the bed. Yeah, yeah, to bring my stuff to the edge of the bed so he could read. And I remember that I read that something about the chair. So pay attention to the chair. Whatever there's if the chair, if he's moved chair, there's only one chair upstairs like that. So anyway, that's the chair. I would just take the whole chair and just do the whole top of it. You know, thing. Okay. Okay, because okay. I don't think Will has wiped that chair down. 
um, okay, so when he pushed me, um, I pulled my thing in, I remember it's it still something about the chair, but I also remember I grabbed the siding, the side of the bed, you know, the, the wood railing, yeah, like, uh, it's not, uh, wood railing, but it's like, um, it's not wood, it's, the mattress is hard. Oh, the box springs. Yes. You grab the side and of the box plastic springs. still on it, though. There's plastic stuff. Okay. Right. Okay. So you grab that box. Yes, screen. because the comforter. That's what I. Cause comforter is white, and I was concerned about if Will would. You know, I'm thinking a hundred fifty different things at this moment. You know, like Will's gonna walk in and see this, and you know, saying. And anyways, I the rags are the rag in the closet. Oh, hold on. Lead, lead us up to it. So after he makes you have sex with him. Then he, I guess, I'm assuming he's putting his penis back in his pants. Yeah. Then you get up, and where do you get the rag from? Off of the, my dresser, because it's, it's like the dust in my Okay. That's why I remember being white at the blue, the blue stick. Okay. okay. And I remember I just kind of, you know, uh, dang it, and I threw it in the closet. Okay. I shut the door, okay. I've not been back in that closet since. <laughs> do you There's think there could be stuff on the box springs, on the plastic of the box springs? Yeah. Why do you think that? Because I had pulled up the comforter. Because you didn't want to get anything on the comforter? Right. I was trying not to get nothing on the comforter because it's white. Is your bed with the box spring plus a mattress? Yeah. Or you do sleep on the box spring? No, it's the box spring plus the mattress. But you're touching the box spring. Not the mattress. Right. Because I, the plastic is... Which one that has the plastic is the box spring, I believe. Right. Bottom or top? It has to be the bottom one. Okay. Because it's not very high off the ground. Okay. Are you off and the ground I'm, or is it laying I'm off the ground. ground. No, no. It's not off the ground. Can you it's slide stuff under your bed? No. Okay. Okay, so the mattress box spring is on the bed. Mm -hmm. oh. So, yeah, we took that off because the bed was like an older bed. But it looks really nice and fleshed out pretty. You may say it's pretty. So, when you go to my closet, <laughs> I mean, I'm comfortable now because, I mean, he knows. He knows about it, so it's not like I'm hiding anything. This just kind of was like everything marked down there. But my spirit won't let me rest. Does that make sense? Your what? My spirit's not letting me rest on him. That's okay. okay. So. So, chair, rag, and plastic on the box springs. Yes, I want you to pay attention to... Around the edge. Oh, Brian, okay. This, this, right, right, right here. Because that's what, about the middle of the bed to this end. And you use the sand to wipe. Where's the closet at? Right in front of the bed. When you walk into my room, okay, you're going to walk upstairs and it's going to be the room to your right, right here. Not this way, right? There's four rooms upstairs. Okay, you're going to walk upstairs and it's going to be a room to your right and then the room diagonal to your right and then his room. So it's the second room on your right? Yeah, it's gonna be the one in front of you to the right, okay? So you're gonna open the door and the bed's gonna be right there. You're gonna have a bunch of books. It's the only room with many books in there. The bed's right here. So when you walk to the bed, it's gonna be from the middle of the bed to the right. From the middle of the bed to the right. Okay. Everything that's And the desk is right here. Everything is, he doesn't have a vacuum, so, you know. I'm just saying if anything's on the floor or whatever, just, I don't know what y'all would. Did you see, like, his weenie drip anything on the floor? Because, you know, sometimes yeah, it does. 
I don't know. It may could have been, you know. Is there a carpet in that room? Yeah. Yeah. Did you, uh, you know what it feels like when someone ejaculates inside. Did you feel that? Yeah, I know he did. That's why I wiped with the thing. Okay. And what's going to, else is going to be in that closet? Is any of your clothes and stuff? Is the closet full or is there just going to be a rack? No, okay, the closet is like this. There's shelf cases. When you first open the closet, there's like uh, doors. Like maybe about nine doors. And then you got the top part of the dressing thing. I, I'm thinking in my mind it's, it's going to be sitting on top, like right there somewhere. You know, but I told you my daughter's been in there, but I don't know why she would get in that closet. I'm just saying. If but I have a couple, just a couple of outfits to the right on the bar, but nothing major. Because I never used the closet for that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because it's got one of the old, older smells. And you're positive that the comforter's been washed? Yeah. That the comforter's been washed. But you don't think you got anything on the comforter because you pulled it back. Right. Yeah. Especially when I was trying to wipe my hand off, from, you know, when you're trying to raise that. That's why I raised, you know, raised things. I was trying to, like, wipe my hand off something besides comforting. Makes sense? Because y'all already had sex. No. So you were just trying to wipe it off. Yeah, I already had sex. Yeah. Because you went. And then went. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And. So I wanted y'all to focus on the chair and the rag. In the closet, just in case I may have went back and moved the rag, try my second and third drawer. Second and third drawer. In the dresser of um, of my dresser next to my bed. Okay. Okay. Second, third door in my dressing room to the bed. Okay. Okay. So we got the chair. Side of the bed. Chair on side of the bed. Because <laughs> I really wanted it done. It, it did. It's, it's a, it was an emotional fit. Uh, and then the rag in the closet and then the broken bodies too. So those are the two most important things that I thought that y'all could use if you're trying to look for some type of Evidence because I mean, <clears throat> I just kind of came back this last month because of how intense things got. Things got really intense on it. So when you go talk to him about that, you know, he's, I know that hurts feelings. You know, I whose feelings did it not hurt? But I'm like, I'm just like that. I'm always concerned with everybody but me, okay? So just. Hey, you need to quit worrying about Willie. He needs to get over it. You need to. Quit blaming yourself for this because it's not your fault. I know, but it's just like the whole time it was just like if I had not relapsed, he was mean about it. I mean, you know, in that area, and I just like I felt like that. I maybe I could try hard not to relapse. You know, I don't really know. Well, we're gonna hopefully get you into that rehab. Well, and from this point forward, you just look forward, don't look backwards. Yeah, you can't look backwards. You can't change what. You relapsed or you didn't relapse. It doesn't matter if you were sober or you were ten sheets to the wind. What he did to you was wrong. Yeah, you know because I mean it, it did. It, 
It's just like, even though I was relapsing, I was felt like I was pulling out of it because usually when I relapse, I'm down, I'm out there. You know what I'm saying? It's just like I can't come back in, but I was being able to come back in because it was a, a peaceful environment. And it's just like, once that happened, it's just like, it invaded your own. Yeah, because you'll see from that, you'll, you'll see like, basically, that's when I fell off, that was, you know, sometime in May, and, and I hadn't been back since June 1st to the program. So I got June, July, and August. Three months, and I was doing good. I faced, I was at phase two, you know. Mm -hmm. Me and Erica Hall, I don't know if you know who's the probation officer. Well, you'll get back there. You will. I think you are confident enough in yourself that you don't want to go back and do that again. No, I don't, and I have a granddaughter. That's what you'll see. They'll see her room across because my daughter's going to get it back next month. Like, well, because he heard her boy. First she had her, and then he took her to court, and he got visitation, and she moved in with him. Now they took her friend, and she had taken a court there. But it's just, for her to be 17, she's going to a lot with my granddaughter. And Will went and got a whole room. You'll see what. He sounds like a pretty decent guy. Yeah. How long y'all dated? Like, uh, two and a half years. Yeah, he's really good too. He's really trying to help my daughter. You know, she's in night school, you know. So I was proud of her because I only had enough for one phone call. So I called my daughter. And, because um, I mean, I passed out the first few days. I was just tired. I just, I just, so have you talked to Will since you've been in here? For one minute. For the to, that three one minute thing. But I don't think I'm doing is crying. I was like, I know, I apologize, I know, I apologize. It's phone sound now. I mean, I did. I just apologize because he didn't. Uh, when I talked to my daughter, he said he she's gonna tell him how to put some money. You know, I, he would have put some money on my phone. Well, he said, but nobody, no, but no money. But you know, I'm not fixing to stress somebody out because I know that my addiction is tiring. I just knew why, but I do want him done, and and I was ashamed. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, after that, I'm getting high and I'm like constantly looking, you know, like. So the last incident with the police, it was just being scared, you know, not knowing, you know, because you're high, you don't know if it's going to be a police thing or a loin thing, you know. Mm -hmm. And I had read it uh, uh, on the paper. There was a paper sitting out. But I thought I thought my scene was bad. I guess it was talking about the same one. But lady, he made her do to him in the back seat, and then took her to some abandoned location, and then made her do it. So I guess my name the worst is seen in this scenario. So I, I was. They're all bad. Yeah, they're all bad. So I can imagine what she feels like, you know, because that was even more scary, you know. You don't know if you're in the car seat or out the car seat. You don't know what it's going to do. At that point, you don't know if they kill you. You know what I'm saying? Get away with it. Because when you're high, you're in a different state right. of mind anyway. Mm -hmm. You know? And uh, did, did y'all get to find that lady, Charlene's mama? We haven't even tried yet. No, we've been so Charlene? Charlene or Charlene? Charlene, she's real tall, got hazel eyes. We have we have Shadina. Shadina. Yeah. Okay. Her mama. Okay. So we haven't. We're gonna try. We got a list of stuff to do on it, but we're still working on the 
yucky part of it, <laughs> the paperwork part of it. So, yeah, we'll, we'll go look for him. Yeah, because uh, he's the one told that uh, I was working for him or something, and you know, they put my name out there in the streets bad. Okay. So they're trying to, you know, uh, I guess I was working for him. <laughs> like, like he was a pimp working for him? Or how did you I guess like if I took it as working for the police. Oh, it's a yeah. snitch? Yeah. Okay. And things weren't good for me. Okay. So, yeah. Um, we need a phone number on the line just in case. Does T have a phone number? Oh, 405 249 4072. Yeah, just when you talk to him. Do you think he'll let us come in and get that stuff? If you just talk to him. Yeah, you know, make sure you, like, when you're talking to him, make sure you let him know that, you know, that y'all have talking to me. Okay. And that that's exactly where the areas was at, because I don't know if he might, you know, be like, you know, say we'll just come in and look at the thing. Don't tell him exactly what you're coming to look for, because he could be like, oh, I moved all that or whatever. Just make sure. Say she just told us to look in a couple of areas in that room, you know, or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. What, what if I tell him that we just want to take some pictures in that room? Yeah, and then, you know, saying, and then look around because I don't know how, where his uh, feelings. That's why I was like, if y'all haven't done it by the 16th, hopefully, you know, they keep him a program and maybe uh, just counting time or some people just, some people they give 30 days to, some people they, um, you know, you get right back out that day or maybe, because uh, it's my second. to the working, because I've worked all my life, you know, there's nothing, ain't too many jobs I have from customer service rep to waitress to whatever. If I got, if I can't do it, I learn quick, right? So I was like, I do want to go, I want to go to Rose Rock because it's out the city, but because um, I've been to that DRI, but that was like a head of women and men, just that seems private, anyways. Um, you keep working forward to that, okay? Because I think that's a great idea for you. Mm-hmm. And we talked to the DA, and he's checking on getting you into that rehab, to a rehab. And I told him it needed to be long-term. That's what I, I did tell you long-term, didn't yep. you? Okay. And I told him that. And what did he say? He said, okay. okay. So I'm like, if he can do it, if anybody can do it, he can do it. Put me in a rehab? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, like, what, did you tell him I was in the program? We didn't no. talk to him about any of that. Mm-hmm. He just, oh, this is something that he can just do on his own. Well, like, like he has to get with the public defender's office and, and work it out with them, but they're never against that. That's always good. But you mean wants to go to rehab. Okay. You're talking about with my case? Yeah. Okay. 
I don't know if I've had a contender yet. Yeah, I don't either. Mm-mm. I don't know. I think that's not even a bit of sign yet either. That's right. All right, well, let us go get on this. You got any questions or anything else? No, is that 701 Cocoy? That's if I do, if I find, like, if I think about anything else. Just call us. Because that was really on my spirit, and I really pray God right now in the name of Jesus that that's still there. We hope so, too. Okay? I really hope that's there for y'all. I just. We do, too. I know. So we're going to go get on it right now. And you if you don't need to write us, just call us again. Just call us like you did a ago. Okay. We're, we're, we're in there. You know, you might have to try a few times, but we usually work seven and three. Okay. Well, seven is very Seven a.m. three p.m. I just think that the best bet is to call us around seven. This has been a long episode, so I'm going to stop here. If you want to see the audio and video of these two interviews, they are available right now at this episode's homepage at HoltzClawTrial.com. In the next episode, I'm going to dissect Rosetta Great's allegations and give you my perspective and additional insights. This serialized podcast of the State of Oklahoma versus Daniel Holtzclaw follows the timeline and perspective of the prosecution but with the scrutiny of the defense. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please take a moment to subscribe and give us a five-star review. You can also follow updates on this season's Facebook page at In Defense of Daniel Holtzclaw or on Twitter and Instagram at Holtzclaw Trial. Bates Investigates Season 1, In Defense of Daniel Holtzclaw is researched, produced, and edited by me, Brian Bates. This has been a Bug Stomper production. Huh? Bugs. <laughs>